don't give up on your relationship. Don't give up just because you think or you might perceive that there is no love anymore or that you say, oh, the spark of love is gone. Because you might be wrong. You might be taking decisions too early. Or maybe you're just building up a huge story about it. And it's just that you cannot understand how actually love functions and communicates. So if you're really interested in this, please keep on listening because I will share my personal story about the languages of love and where I personally saw, experienced and witnessed the spark of love between a beautiful relationship of a dad and a son. Hi everyone, Tente here to share with you about a beautiful experience I had where I discovered and I started understanding where the spark of love is being born, where is it happening, where does it start? And I had this amazing experience uh, just a couple of weeks ago and I thought like, my God, I really want to share this in a podcast, I really want to share this with my audience and hopefully it can help them just to see and also to understand that sometimes it is just a miscommunication and I will go into this about the communication later on. So I do want to say that I'm a little bit, again, in improv, something that I really enjoy doing, which is just sort of being natural without following too much of a structure so that you can feel me as if I would be having a simple conversation with you. You would have asked me something and I'm just, just sharing and popping up things. And... Yeah, some things are really fresh, means that when they're really fresh, over time, they can change, they can get more maturity, so a point of view can be one way, and then certain time it can change, or over the conversation, it starts getting more maturity. That's what I also sometimes enjoy, when you feel that when you're recording a podcast, or you're engaging into a conversation, or like a deep conversation, that suddenly there's more and more things coming up. I don't know if you have experienced this before, but it's just wonderful. You start saying something or there's a question. You start replying to that question. And at that point, you don't even know what is actually coming out. What's going to be the answer or what's going to be the outcome. But the further you start sharing and talking and engaging in a conversation, suddenly it takes form. And this is one of the main reasons I really enjoy doing improv and just share whatever is there. So... What I'm sharing today is based on my own experience and it is about a relationship, but it's about a relationship between me and my dad. But of course, this can be applied to any type of relationship because it's all about love and love is present everywhere. So you, you can love your dad, you can love your mom, you can love your sister, your brother, your partner, you can love a friend, you can love animals dogs, cats, just name them. You can love everything. You can love a project. It doesn't really matter so much. But of course, what I'm going to share is more applied to humans, let's say it that way. At least in my experience, uh, you might find um, a way to find Spark differently and feel free to comment or even let me know how is your experience about this you know i i'm always open to learn more about and to see different perspectives so uh, there's not always one perspective that fits for everybody and for all and it's the only perspective that is the reality my view 
reality is like a sphere and depending on from which position you're looking at that sphere it's constantly changing so even if you're moving slightly a little bit to the right your perception will change and it, you will have a different reality and the sum up of all of perceptions of that sphere should be in my view the reality but one part of the perception cannot be the own reality. So this is the reason why I'm inviting you to reach out to me and just share whatever you have. And if you have something that you really would love me to share my thoughts about or my feelings, let me know as well. I'm really open for that. Some more yeah, topics to, to create a podcast on. So today's topic is yeah, the spark of love and my experience with that. So I went on a interesting trip for um, uh, one month with my dad. And I have to say that the relationship with my dad hasn't been always easy. It actually hasn't been really difficult. Um, so we cannot say that we already had like a previous healthy relationship or even a loving relationship. There was not really love going through the channels and yeah, just a mutual love or unconditional love, it's not the case. It's not even really the case now, uh, I have to admit. But it's there, you know. I, you have to understand that the way how I grew up and the way how my dad grew up are also sort of different, at the same time some similar, but the way how he grew up is where there were no feelings at all, there was no, no touching, no nothing. And very abusive, very aggressive, in between violence. And so, of course, when you, you grow up in such an environment, well, the first thing you do, you shut off your emotions and feelings. And if you do this over time, it just becomes you. You just become someone who is just completely numb and does not know how to feel. So whenever you don't know how to feel, well, less you will be able to know how to express those feelings or how to communicate them and how to invite love to be part of a relationship with your son or with your daughter or with whoever or with your partner. So this is a very important thing to really understand because this is so often the case, like when there is a relationship and we, it's like, okay, I don't love this person. Well, there is actually what you would love to invite the spark of love to come because it has to start at some point, right? At some point, it can happen. And because it's very easy when you have, you, you meet a beautiful girl, a beautiful man, and suddenly you fall in love and brrr, there is fire everywhere. Well, yeah, then it's like very easy. Oh, there was a spark there. Yeah, but what if there is a really small spark? Are you going to be able to be aware of this? So my invitation is to see the wider spectrum of this and not just focusing on a sexual attraction with the opposite sex or the same sex if this is what you attracts you. But there is no, there's not this passion about sexuality, right? It's just mainly a relationship where the spark of love can exist. And it can be very subtle or it can be an unhealthy relationship like I have, for example, where there is not really love. Uh, going through, well, where is this spark happening? Well, I will share it with you. So I was in this amazing journey that was really intense. 
and I'm meaning amazing about the intensity and the insights that I got more than about the fun and the joy and the love that was there. Um, but it was really interesting and things are still landing. And one of the experiences I had is I was searching for the spark. So I went, the intention of the travel was searching for the spark. So you could be searching for a spark in someone. Doesn't matter if it's a partner or whatever. And during that journey, I was realizing the further we went into the journey that actually I was searching a spark inside of him. That was my focus. I was like, I want to go on the travel and I want to see if I can see something in him that sparks love in him. And I got it wrong. So at some point in the journey, I said like, wait a moment. I cannot see this in him. I am the one that is not able to see it. So it's not, I was searching for a spark of love in him, but if I'm not able to see it, how is it going to happen? It's actually in me. So then I turned it around and I was like, I have to. And I was really using actually the words I have to instead of I would love to. Um, so I would love to see this in me. I changed the way how I, was, how I was looking at it. I said, no, it's not so much about looking inside of him. It's more looking inside of me. Where does this spark of love can exist? Where does it start? Where is it? How can I love him unconditionally, for example? And over the journey, I realized that I was wrong again. Because I kept searching, I kept searching, I couldn't find it somehow. I was like, okay, I can maybe do it like this, oh, maybe like this. And there, was, there is one main mistake that I'm doing here right now, and I'm willing to share this with you. When we speak about love, trying to love someone does not work. And that was the main mistake I did in my entire trip. I tried to love my dad unconditionally. It does not work because this is not how love functions. Love just happens naturally. And you cannot control love. Even though we try, we constantly try to control love by putting there our mind and giving a structure and giving it a reason and giving it a meaning. But love is just love. Love is a type of energy that is invited into a body. And the more open you are for that, the more you will experience this, the benefits of experiencing love in your body. And whenever you are with someone else, then you can share that together with another open body that is open to love. And then suddenly you're going to join together and you're going to have an amazing, lovely experience. So that was my first mistake. And I was somehow something I was not conscious about it because I was so goal oriented, like, oh, I really want to unconditionally love my dad. So that's something I really want to share because this is actually the main mistake I did, which I realized later on. But let's keep going when, through the journey. So we're going back where I realized that 
I have to find it inside of myself. I have to be able to see this love inside of me. And I was wrong. Again. Trying and trying and it doesn't work. So then there is one day something happened. And it was something so simple. It was just my dad asking someone, actually one of my friends, like, hey, um, I owe you money from yesterday because you paid the bill. So I want to give you that money. And my friend said, it's okay, you're invited. And there is where I saw it so clear. I looked at my dad, I observed my dad and I saw a smile. And it was such a honest, authentic smile. And I was like, and I saw it and I understood and everything started taking and making sense. And then I went back in the past and I realized that over time, my dad used to hold pictures of me and one of my exes and also the same from my sister. She also had a picture with her ex and he hold it on them. Those pictures are still nowadays on the top of his bed where he's sleeping every night. And those pictures are there standing. And I always wondered, like, why are they there? Why is he still holding on that picture that we gave him a long time ago? And it's not even current. And it's, not, it's not updated, let's say it this way. It's not my girlfriend anymore. It's not his, her, her, my sister's boyfriend anymore. So why is it? And it starts making all sense. I do hope you all know, if you have ever heard about actually the, the book, The Five Languages of Love by Gary Chapman. I definitely recommend that book. It's really easy to understand, so I definitely recommend this. And of course, I had... Written, I read this book like a long time ago and I, and I got it. I was like, I understand now. So in the book, if you haven't read about it, what they say is there's, there are five languages of love. One is receiving gifts. One is quality time. The other one is acts of service. The other one is physical touch and words of affirmation. And each one of us has at least one type of languages of those fives. And I noticed which one was the one of my dad, which is receiving gifts. And due to circumstances, it is not the one that is the strongest in me. For me, the strongest love languages that I have out of those five would be more acts of service, physical touch, quality time. Afterwards, it would be words of affirmation, but not so much receiving gifts. If I have to put a number on or percentage of it, receiving gifts would be 10% to 15% of my languages of love. And from my sister... It's sort of the same. 
even though she's more into gifts than I am. So I understood. I said, the reason why we haven't been able to experience a love exchange with my dad is because we don't speak the same language of love. And I recalled why he was so attached to those pictures because this is something that he can touch, he can feel. So what is this spark of love? The spark of love in this realization happens whenever you have two souls speaking the same language, understanding each other's love language, and those, let's say if I'm speaking the same language as him or her, and she or him is doing the same, at some point we will meet in the middle point, in between both of us. And there, where those languages, my language, my communication, my message, and his message, and his communication, reach each other, and then we meet each other, there is where the spark of love starts and happens. So the spark of love, it's not between two human beings in a relationship, I'm talking. It's not just something that you have to look into someone or into oneself. It's something that you find where you both meet. And whenever you both meet because you understand each other, because you're speaking the same language, then there you have. So it might be the case that you're right now, you don't have this feeling with someone. You say, oh, where is our spark of love? Well, well, where are you maybe not understanding each other? Where is your way of experiencing and expressing love not meeting the way how he or she is expressing it. Where is the human being in front of us not meeting us in a middle point? Because there is where everything happens. It's not me going towards you, it's not you going towards me, it's not me looking into you and you looking into me. It's just being who we are expressing love how we can and the way we have and meet in the middle point. And I've shared all this story because it's a really practical one and it's something that I experienced myself and I wanted to share this because this can be applied in any type of relationship. It doesn't really matter. It can be an act of service. It can be a physical touch where I express my physical touch for you as, an, as a message of love or from my love towards you or my own experience of love and I express it on, on, with physical touch on your body and because you have this, also this physical touch you can definitely meet that very easily because you understand the same language but when I'm uh, my language of love is receiving gifts so presents and your is physical touch then where are we going to meet I'm sort of expecting and wanting to receive gifts and willing to give them, but you're in physical touch. You're wanting to receive and give 
physical touch because that's the way how you express it. So we are not meeting each other. But whenever I know that the way how you express love is through physical touch, I can welcome it. And whenever you, because I have this awareness, whenever you're doing and expressing your love on me with physical touch, I can see and feel it and acknowledging that this is the way how you're expressing love to me. So I can feel your love, even though I am, my language is more receiving gifts and giving. So, and the other way around it also works. You just give to someone that is aware of that's your language of love. And then you can understand like, oh, actually this person does love me. So, in resuming my story, I realized that there is a certain love coming from my dad. Because he is in giving. And the way how he gives is by maybe inviting something uh, a, a travel he just buying stuff because that's the way how he remembers maybe you and he thinks about you and he's like okay I'm willing to buy this for you and that's that's the way how he express it and that's totally fine but if I'm blinded and I cannot see these and I cannot feel well I cannot I cannot yeah I cannot witness it I cannot be part of that experience but whenever I welcome him like okay this is the way how you express love I welcome it then it becomes easier and then I can meet him somewhere there and I can also give back I can also say okay I'm going to take 10% of, of of my time and create something or buy something and say hey here's a gift and he will receive this as like wow this person loves me even though it might not be like, wow, but it is always something. Even if it's unconscious, even if that person that is receiving is still not a conscious person in terms of love, it's not a sensitive, it's not, it's, it's not someone who's going to speak about their feelings and emotions. Unconsciously, it's happening. Because this is the reason why my dad kept those pictures for so many years and they are still there even though he does not express and does not know how to express and he's not like this lovely human being that's going to give you a lot of love. Unconsciously, he is experiencing it on a very low, subtle level, but it's still there. The spark is happening and it's generating something inside of him. So I do hope that this is helpful for you guys and that, you know, don't, don't have this idea of straight away because you don't feel something that you have to close it. Because maybe, maybe, and I'm just saying maybe, it is the case that you're just not able to see it and to feel it because of circumstances. Maybe you're experiencing stress and you shut off. Or maybe she shut off. And it feels like the relationship, there is no love anymore or there is the, the spark is not there. Well, maybe the way how you're perceiving it is actually wrong and maybe you're yeah destroying a beautiful relationship it can be the case but if it's the case give yourself this opportunity to have a read through the book listen i mean i have i'm not promoting this book because i'm receiving anything at all i'm just saying it because it's what's really practical for me but have a read and then put it into practice. Maybe you both are not meeting where you should be meeting. And maybe you're trying to make her bring, come towards you and or she's doing the same. 
and the communication is not working, find maybe that middle point where you both can meet and experience love as two human beings, two souls that respect each other's integrity and dignity and the way how they express love. So thank you very much for listening. I really loved uh, sharing this, especially because it's a really personal story and I hope it's helpful for all of you.